You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. It's blazing hot outside. You get in your car to turn on the AC to get cold air pumping, but it blows hot air out. This issue is commonly caused by low refrigerant due to leaks in the AC system. You want an easy, all-in-one solution that will restore the cold air in no time. AC Pro Recharge Kits. Make restoring cold air easy for even those with zero DIY experience in less than 10 minutes. Save time and money versus going to a shop by picking up an AC Pro Recharge Kit today. Be a pro with AC Pro. We're going to be South Sour Girlies. Chicago, come to the South Side. Like the fancy island. With your South Siders, Shane Reardon and Gabe Ramirez. We're excited. It's going to be a good time. Go White Side. Well, that um, that intro is about as short as we had hoped this season, Gabe, for the White Sox to make the playoffs as they were officially eliminated since our last recording. And for Gabe Ramirez at Chicago underscore Gabe and myself at Shane underscore Reardon on Twitter. This is the Southsiders podcast. And God bless the heart of our producer, Tyler. He made a rundown for us. And topic one is, you know, recap the, <laughs> the loss of the Twins last night and then, you know, get into playoff elimination and, you know, preview the next series. I don't know about you guys, but I haven't watched a fucking game since the first couple innings of that Saturday loss to the Tigers when they lost six in a row and were swept by the Guardians and the Tigers in the homestand. I don't plan on watching. I'm not doing it. You can't out of all of, and I still have like tickets to another game. I still have tickets to my Monday game. So if anybody wants those, if nobody wants them, I'll probably end up going. So I guess I am watching, but I'm not, I'm not taking my time up in the evenings and watching them on television. I didn't watch it yesterday during the day. I had an off day because there was a Cubs day game. I didn't watch the day game when they won. What? Like, what would you? There's no sense in watching. Tony's not coming back. They're eliminated from the playoffs. It's not going to be Miguel Cairo. Ozzie Guillen is putting himself out there, but it's not going to be Ozzie. It's just, it's not going to be. It's probably going to be AJ Pruszynski, and I don't really like that move either. I I said on the last episode that I prefer somebody like Eduardo Perez. but why don't you like AJ? It it's just it screams White Sox. It just screams let's okay. pick the guy that that we know has ties to the organization w- without any experience whatsoever. It's the it's the. Okay, I, know, I know you don't watch soccer. I know you don't watch soccer. I know this, but one of the best teams in soccer is a team called Bayern Munich. Yeah, I know that team. Okay, and they're they're during throughout their entire existence, they're plan is always to hire former coaches as managers former players as managers exactly former players as managers because their their ideology is that no one will care as much about the team than a former player and i'm just talking about one of the greatest franchises in soccer history um and i believe that i think ozzy really cared about the team when he was here i think robin ventura despite having a shitty team cared and then i think aj like not only will he care, but he'll make the he'll he'll try to make the guys care. He'll try to make the players care. And I yeah. think that that was something that lacked, you know, this season is the caring part of it, right? It was it was we're good baseball players and 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 we play baseball well and therefore we should win. As opposed to like Jose Abreu, like, no, dude, you don't understand. Sox fans fucking are hurting 
and they really want you to play your, your ass off so you can win this division where everyone's hovering around 500, you know? Yeah, I get that. I do. And I think AJ Pruszynski is a very smart baseball guy. I think he understands the game. Anytime he's in the booth with Fox, um, we had his broadcast partner, Adam Amin, on last week, and he was singing his praises. Um, anytime he was in the radio booth uh, doing guest hits with the White Sox this earlier this season, he's smart. He gets it. I just – there's a name I said on the Parkinson Spiegel show. Um, Might have been – whenever the, whenever Bernstein reported that he wasn't coming back, was that Monday? I think it was Monday. Mm-hmm. Um, I said the name Willie Harris, hmm. and then – 45 minutes later, an hour later, NBC Sports Chicago scooped me with no credit. Um, This is somebody who was a manager at the minor league level for the White Sox, who's now the third base coach for the Cubs, and who players are absolutely obsessed with. Hmm. We had Willie on uh, Parkinson Spiegel like two months ago, and he was incredible. Absolutely incredible. Had had players like coming up to him during the interview, giving him shit and stuff like that. He just, he's a player manager. He understands the game. He's a modern-day baseball guy, um, and more importantly, he's somebody who can be around here for the next 15 years. That's and what I'm looking for in my, my next White Sox manager. Huh? And he checks the box of being a former player. And he checks the box of being a former player. So if you want to go that route, just give me somebody that already has Major League Baseball coaching experience. Just give me that. I, I'm not asking for much. I love A.J., AJ's one of my favorite White Sox of all time. And maybe he will have a managerial job with this, this organization sometime down the line. But I don't want, again, for the next manager of the White Sox to be managing for the first time ever. Yeah. AJ doesn't have any coaching experience. That makes sense. I, and you know what? Not, when you bring up that point, I agree with you wholeheartedly. I think that, uh, you know, when you're looking at a guy like Willie Harris, he's been there, man. And he's dealt with a young team in the Cubs. Right. So he knows how to handle guys like that. But I think there is something to being a player's coach. You kind of have to be in 2022. You hear, you know, any veteran tell you how the game's changed and they coddle players in any professional sport. Right. Not just baseball, but football, basketball. You hear some of the older veterans speak that. And if you're if you haven't been attached to the game in the present, then you have no way of being a bridge between the two. And so when you say Willie Harris's name, I, first of all, I love the fact that he was like, I hope that my name is, you know, rumbling in the buildings. That, that, I think that was a quote, something along those lines. Yeah. And I wholeheartedly agree with that. I think, listen, experience obviously is valuable to the White Sox. That's why they brought in Tony La Russa. Um, but a cheap contract is also important to the White Sox. That's why they brought in Rick Renteria. That's why they, you know, went, went that, that route those days. So it'd be nice for them to get it right. And Willie Harris, I mean, I know nothing about him as a coach. So, I mean, I, I, didn't, I didn't, you know, you, you had him on, so you were able to hear him speak. You were able to hear his baseball mind. I just know Willie Harris, the player, right? So I, I would love to know more about that. But, again, I, I'm all about bringing guys back that played for the organization, especially somebody that was coaching for the Cubs because he understands the dynamic in the city. It's, 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 it's a unique beast, you know what I mean? And if you want to step up to the plate, literally – um, and he understands yeah. youth. I mean, he, he's the third base coach on that on that Cubs team. He's he's the infield coach. He's working with guys like Chris Morrell, and he's yeah. working with with guys like Wilson Contreras. He understands personality. He understands ego. He understands divas. Like he is the perfect fit 
Um, and I hope they make the right call. And not only do they know him as a player, they also know him as a coach. He came up coaching through the White Sox minor league system before he took the major league job with the Cubs. So well, is that right? Oh, yeah. Awesome. Yeah. I, th- I think Willie Harris, I think the highest he got was he coached double A. Dude, that's bad. He was the head coach. Yeah. That's badass. Either way, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm here for it. You know what I mean? I'm, I'm here for those kinds of moves, Shane. I'm here for, for guys that can speak the language. You know, it's, we all thought there was such a huge, or going to be such a huge disconnect between La Russa and the current White Sox players because of the age gap, because of the style of baseball. And we were almost anticipating a rift between the two of them, between the two sides. So, like I said, to get a guy like Willie in that space, but is that going to be enough? Is a, is a is a managerial change enough for the White Sox? What do you think about? Well, it it starts the blow with up, the blow up narrative and the blow up conversation. No, 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 no. no. It, it, they're going to have to trade a piece or two away from the major league level, and we talked about that on Monday. Whether it be Eloy or Andrew Vaughn or Gavin Sheets. Um, I think those are the three that one of those guys will go. One or two of those guys will go. But I think the change that's needed is culture. I think that was clear when Tony left the clubhouse on a permanent basis. You're always going to get that new manager bump, I think. But the culture just changed. Guys seem to be in a better mood. um, And that resulted in winning baseball games. And I I misspoke. I I don't think Willie Harris was ever a, a head coach in the White Sox organization, but he was a hitting coach um, in like the lower level. And then he was a head coach in the Giants, in the San Francisco Giants organization oh. before he went over to the Cubs. Um, yeah, it's just, it's a culture thing. And you need someone younger. You need someone who can relate to these players. And you can either go the Willie Harris route or what I've been preaching, the Eduardo Perez route, and really lean into the Latin relationships. And Eduardo Perez loves the organization. He talks highly about the organization on Sunday Night Baseball broadcast on ESPN. Um, either of those would be a knockout hire, in my opinion. But I think it's a culture change that's needed, and that starts with the man up top. Yeah, I agree. I think there's something has to be done. I mean, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens. And what you don't want is another Band-Aid, right? And I feel like that's what the White Sox have been giving us, Band-Aids. Like, here, here's a boo-boo. Here, put a fucking Band-Aid on. It's like, no, that's what I Dude, I can't hear you. That's what Ozzy is. Ozzy's a Band-Aid. Think so? Yeah. I mean, I'm a big fan of Ozzy. So, so am me, I. I love him. But I don't think he's a Band-Aid. I think he's, a, he's an actual solution. But, but he's not your manager for the next 15 years. I want my Bruce Bochy. I want my Bud Black. I want my Terry Francona. I want my Joe Girardi. I want my um, – But Shane, uh, but Shane, I hear you, but but the thing is this, right? When you're dealing with – and you, we know this from any sport. When you're dealing with a championship-caliber team, and that's a very loose statement right there, um, but it's hard to secure a manager that can coach at that level and then deal with a re- rebuild, you know, because that's what White Sox do. They're not like the, the Astros where they just, you know, churn out talent and turn out competing teams. They're like a, a, an ebbs and flow kind of kind of a squad. So I guess what I'm saying, all that to say, I think Ozzy is the is the answer now. And then your next guy 
right? Like your David Ross type is, is the next guy is the one that's going to take you for that decade. Because then, then you change how you make up your team. Because right now you're in, you're in a win now mode. And then I think that once those guys start leaving, then you could have a guy that could be there that can kind of manage the squad through its ups and downs for the next 10 years. You're, you're literally describing a Band-Aid. You're describing something that sits there while the, the wound underneath heals. Well, okay, I hear you. I hear, and, that's like, and you're right, you're right. But I think it's a, I, I guess when I'm thinking Band-Aid, I'm thinking Edgar Renteria. I'm thinking a guy that's a placeholder. I'm thinking of a Rick David Renteria. Ross. Rick Renteria, sorry. Or I'm thinking of a placeholder. You know what I'm saying? I'm thinking of someone that's just there to hold it down. That's what I'm talking about in terms of a managerial candidate that is a Band-Aid. Solution, I feel like, is someone that can take you to the promised land. And I think Ozzy's that dude. I think every, for every reason you touched on earlier, he can speak the language of the Latin players, not literally, but you know, figuratively. He uh, he under, he's a, he's passionate about the White Sox to the umpth degree. He will hold players accountable. We remember some of those post game uh, interviews where he was just like, "These guys suck. They're they're not playing." You know what I mean? So I feel like you can't get the best. So so again, I, I, you're right. Band it is a band aid, but band aid to me in this analogy is more so someone that is a placeholder until things get better, until we, we hire the right guy to take us to that next level. So I think there's a, 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 a what's, what's bigger than a Band-Aid? What's, what's better than a Band-Aid? Like, um, uh, what's those better? Patches, those square, those square, some gauze. What, I, I, I think some gauze. <laughs> I, I don't, I think we need to get away from the medical supply uh, metaphor okay. because okay. I don't think any of them are meaning what you mean to mean. And I understand what you're saying. Okay. I understand that, that you're saying in the interim, they're in a weird position where they do have a championship caliber roster. The ability, the talent on the roster is good enough to win a world series to for sure win a division. The talent is there. Ozzy can be the guy to take them there without being the guy forever because this core probably has four more years left. Right. That's what you're saying. Mm-hmm. And Ozzy probably has, it can have four more years of relevancy left mm-hmm. in, in, in baseball. And I just, I don't, it, I just, I want the next exciting thing. I want the White Sox to be in the news for hiring and winning with the new hot young coach. You know, I'm talking about okay. the new, the new face of baseball managing i don't want the white Sox to be in the news for the second straight hire of bringing back their guy yeah and i know i know ozzy and tony are not anywhere close to being the same thing like ozzy is still right there his head's in the game like he knows what's going on he's watching it every single day he's following this team every single day he's in that clubhouse two or three times a homestand he gets it and i know it could work but it's just not what i want yeah I hear you. What happens to Ethan Katz in your your he stays. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't I, yeah. I don't care who they bring in. The only stipulation about bringing a guy in is you keep Ethan Katz. Okay. That's but I know I mean. maybe that's illogical because you want to bring in a guy who who has total control over the the roster and the coaching staff and the the baseball portion of the organization. Right. And that, that's that's kind of what moves me away from Ozzy. I don't want Ozzy having control over my 40-man. Okay. I want Ozzy as the day-to-day guy, 
but baseball is leaning in the direction where the manager, like in football, where the manager has control over the 40 man roster. Right. And I don't, I don't really want Ozzy having control over that. I want him there for the day to day, but I don't want him scouting. Yeah. I'm going to be so bummed if the, like if the White Sox are in third place purgatory for the next four years, you know, and yeah. it's possible. Yeah. <laughs> very, very it's, possible. It's not even possible, Gabe. It's likely probable. Yeah. It's what we see in this organization. It's, probable yeah and then what happens there too is you some of the guys lose fire right like you need Dylan Cease operating at a high level every single game and he's someone where I can see like if the losses pile up like he's just like man fuck this team I'm not getting a vax I'm not getting this I'm not gonna be on this team he got, he got the vax he didn't get the booster Sorry. all right he got the vax didn't get the booster I want to get the booster <laughs> fuck this team <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I don't see him as that guy as much as I see Lucas Giolito as that guy. And we've talked about that a little bit. Hey, here. shout out, shout out to his victory, though. I, I made money on that. I oh, good. for some odd reason, maybe because the Sox have lost so many in a row. And I was like, Giolito is like, he, you know, he reminds me of Kyle Corver. Like, Kyle Corver will hit a three-pointer for you if you're up 10. Fucking crush it. Down 10, brick every single one of them. You uh-huh. know what I mean? And so Lucas Giolito, I felt like. He's like, oh, it's like this fake, this fake energy where it's like, oh, the team needs me. I got to put the team on my back. Yeah. <laughs> like, and, I, and I felt that. I was like, he's going to pitch well because this game means nothing. And he, in his mind, has his own, like, vendetta out. And he's going to pitch. And then, sure enough, he ends the Sox in the winning. So I got to shout him out at least. He so said in post game that they just want to finish 500. Shut the fuck up, Lucas. <laughs> Shut the fuck up, man. Just Is that what he said? talk. Is that what he said? Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, we really want to finish 500. Shut yeah. the fuck up. Dude, I, got no, I don't need I that. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I have no desire. Two games under 500 right now, the White Sox are. Going to go play San Diego. Yeah, that's funny. Today are minus 220. Do you know Do you know in baseball? Yeah. Like, that's, that's in baseball bad. of all sports, if you're minus 220, that's almost a lock. Like, no one is minus 220 unless it's, like, that bad. And today, oh, because Davis Martin's pitching against you, Darvish. Davis Martin's been good, though. That's what I'm saying. And you, Darvish, damn, you, Darvish is 16 and seven. What, what can I get the White Sox at right now? You can get them at probably like plus 160. I'll tell you right now. Uh, let's see. MLB. You can get the White Sox at plus 180. Damn. Dude, that's bad. <laughs> plus 180. To put I got him at plus 184 on FanDuel. Okay, okay. All right, ten bucks in the White Sox. To put that, to put that into perspective, the Cardinals are facing the Pirates, and the Pirates are plus one seventy-five to beat the Cardinals. The Pirates, obviously, it has to do with pitching matchups, but still, I mean, that's heavy. The Royals are plus one fifteen 
to beat the Guardians. The Minnesota Twins are minus 155. Or excuse me. The Tigers are plus 135 to beat the Twins. Like, these are teams that should be winning and that the, game, the odds are close. And the Sox are – oh, dude, it's embarrassing. I don't want to think about it. Well, I've got I've got I'm one more thing I want to bring up. In this thing. Huh? I was trying to put a little bit of Sox talk in this thing. We've been talking about the White Sox the whole time, I think. I, I think the, the whole time. Um, I got I, one more kind of future thing I want to bring up, and it, it's going to create even more of a log jam um, in the outfields and in this batting order. I don't know if you've been following what Oscar Colas has done since being promoted to AAA from Birmingham and then what he did in Birmingham since being promoted from Winston-Salem. The guy hasn't hit all year under 325. He's hitting over 400 in Charlotte right now. And at the deadline or right after the All-Star break and at the deadline when he decided to make no moves but trade away the the masturbator for, for Jake Diekman, Oscar Colas has been tearing the cover off of the ball. And he would have been the ideal left fielder or right fielder, power left-handed bat, see what you have in Oscar Colas without having to trade away from the major league roster. He would have been the ideal candidate. And I think Rick Hahn sat there at the the all-star break and he said, man, this clubhouse, this this dugout with Tony La Russa in charge, this is absolutely not the environment I want my – young cornerstone a great point. organizational foundation piece power hitter to have to experience in his first major league stretch. Rick Hahn sat there and he said, Oscar Colas is going to get an invite to major league camp in spring of 2023. And if everything goes well, this is how we change the culture of the White Sox organization. We say fuck service time. And if Oscar Colas is healthy and mashing, he's your opening day left fielder sure. or right fielder. That's that's how that's the first way you turn this thing around and show the fans that hey, we hear you, we know it's been fucked up, we we, we we know that we're not doing everything we can, but here here's the guy we paid big money to acquire in Cuba, and we're gonna put him out there opening day and see what he has, and fuck the two weeks of service time thing where we stashed him back down in Charlotte. Yeah, fuck that. <clears throat> Look what it did to Chris Bryant. What Chris Bryant could not fucking wait to get away. He hated the Cubs, even though he's not playing well or didn't play well this season. But he's been hurt, yeah, yeah. But but I th- I think you're absolutely right. I mean, because the reality is right. Fans, we the fans don't give a fuck about that shit. Like, well, like, dude, play the guy. Like, pay the play the pay the guy and play the guy if he's you know? good. Yeah. And it's like you know when you're looking at Colas, he 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 would he would come into a a dugout with with fatherly like you know players like Jose Abreu if he's still there. You know, guys that he can look look up to, and then you still got younger guys, right? Like Yoki Cespedes, Noah Rivera. I mean, the guys that are younger that you probably be be around. But I follow like a lot of minor league accounts on Twitter, and it was almost there came a point like a month ago where every single day there was a highlight of Oscar Colas, like yeah, oh taking a taking a two run homer, taking it in a triple. Like every single day, you were seeing highlights on this guy. So I'm all about it. And he's just like a jack, six foot one, six foot kind of a guy. Yeah. And he just he, he looks like he's somebody that like that's what you want. Give me, give me that guy. Give me the smasher. Yeah. So that that's what I think they'll do. Um, I don't think you're gonna see them acquire a left-handed bat in free agency. I think that they're gonna ride with Oscar Colas 
and Gavin Sheets next year. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Last thing to close out the show. Um, I, I, don't, what do you think? I, I, I don't even, I don't even know if I can, if I can talk about it. No, that's not talk about it. About softball? Yeah, dude, that's just, just, just breaks my heart. Yeah, uh, we lost. Um, I don't know if you guys heard. Gabe said if I hit 12 in the championship game and we lost, he would not come back next year. I did not hit 12. I hit 11. And we lost. And um, I don't think the two guys that we split the 11 hole with hurt us. No. No. So we played our worst game of the year both Easily. defensively and offensively. Yeah. We only scored five runs, and we had to play from behind, which is something that we ha- didn't have to do all season. We were always in a lead, and we had to play from behind, and attitudes were down. Um, and that's it. We come back next year, and I think Anthony Heron's on the team next year, which should be pretty pretty fun. Um, <laughs> really? That's great. Yeah. Yeah. We're, um, when we were talking about it on Monday on the show, we, he and I were texting, and he's like, hey, I'll play, but you got to know one thing. I'm not about drinking beers. I'm about winning games. And I said, good, Anthony. We'll take that. Sounds like our kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, it was tough, man. We get Lavka, get Lavka, we get Heron. Yeah. I mean, uh, it was Joe tough. told me that I've got to have tryouts. When, when Joe was the manager for the score team back when you were playing on, like, the B96 team when the media oh, league yeah. was bigger, Joe O said that he had tryouts. And he would turn people away. Really? Yeah. So I will say this. I, I remember that score team because that's who we battled with a lot with back in the day. And they had like baseball jerseys. Yeah. Like, like pants, like baseball pants. Oh, and that's too jersey. much. Dude, it was that's what I'm trying to say. Like, so that doesn't surprise me that they had trials because I used to always look at them like these fuckers got whole straight up uniforms. <laughs> so, we'll have jerseys next year, but we, we won't wear pants. Yeah, it was it was intense. But yeah, I mean they were, I, you can't, I mean, you can point to a bunch of things, but the, the one thing that you just have at the front of the line is that they were just a better team than us. They were, they were overall, they were a better team than us that day. And I don't even that know day. if, I don't even know if, if we would have played them in a best of five series. Do we win three? I mean, I know we win two. Yeah. I know we win two for sure. We're, our, our, our heart and our bats and our defense would have eventually stepped up. We would have won two. I they uh, would have won three. They played their best game of the year, um, yeah. and we played our worst game of the year. And worst game without a doubt. That's what happens. Yeah, yeah. Took the lead early, couldn't hold on to it, and uh, yeah, tough, tough, tough loss there. I don't think we've allowed ten runs all season either. Mm, no, we allowed nine to Scandal, yeah. um, and that was the highest, the, the most amount yeah. of runs we allowed so, in a game. Allowing the most runs in the championship, you know, it was a, it was tough. It wasn't yeah. our best. It wasn't our best effort. But you know what? That's why sometimes you need to taste defeat in the middle of the season so that you can you know how to deal with adversity. Adversity. Yeah. yeah. 
So, All right, for uh, Gabe Ramirez uh, at Chicago underscore Gabe on Twitter and Instagram. Oh, I got one more announcement. Yeah, go ahead. Because we make – Tyler, you'll love to hear this. Because we make so much money on this show, Yeah, I now have afforded uh, full-time daycare for my kids on Tuesdays and Thursdays. Wow. So we can record because this thing is doing – this podcast is doing so well. Holy cow. Thank you, 2400 Sports, for – So now we can us. record any day of the week at any time during the day. That's so great. I still don't want to. But congratulations <laughs> to you. For Gabe Ramirez, myself, Shane Reardon, and our producer, Tyler, we will hopefully never talk to you again. Later.